0: Good evening, everyone. Good to see you all. Let's turn our Bibles to Numbers chapter 14 tonight. And just a short thought this evening as we um, take a little bit of time tonight to pray. I hope you've already been praying one for another throughout the course of the week. I know that there's a bit of sickness going around. My my family's not well, so please pray for them. The kids uh, haven't been feeling well the last couple of days, but especially today. Um son of Bible to so numbers chapter 14 and we'll look at a couple of verses here but you know I don't think any of us want to stand out for the wrong reasons you know I don't know if you've ever been pointed out and it's never never a never a good feeling when you get pointed out you ever been asked by the teacher as the whole class is being dismissed I said oh you're all dismissed except you Hernan there's always that Feeling, what did I do? And uh, I think about a couple of times where, you know, you you sort of feel like you're you're being pointed out. But it's it's also good when you're being pointed out for the good for the right thing. And um, you know, I was just thinking um, a couple of years ago was my my first trip as the new pastor at um, at Southland, and we were at a big conference in Singapore. And you know, a um, couple of pastors who were there that are fairly well known. One of them was um, Pastor Chapel, and I've never travelled with Pastor Chapel before. It was my first meeting, and he had invited all of the pastors at the, this conference out for dinner. So I thought, oh, look, I'll ask some other pastors. What what are you going to wear, right? So I asked them, what are you going to wear tonight? It's Singapore. It's it's a it's a warm climate. And so they they told me, and I went up to my hotel room, got changed, and I went down, and I noticed that everyone else was wearing something, and I was wearing something totally different. And what I had asked was, do you think it's okay to wear shorts? And I was the only fellow there, I was the newest pastor, and these other pastors, my fellow brethren, my fellow servants in the Lord, had played a prank on me, all right? And they were all laughing in the corner, and I thought, I will never trust another Aussie pastor again, or right? I just, they just, they lined me up, and you know, it's not a good feeling standing out for the wrong reasons. But um, the, the Bible sometimes does that in, in both positive and negative ways, but here we're going to see a positive. We're going to see someone who was actually an exception to the rule. And if you know the, where we're at in, in Scripture, you know that, that Moses had just sent out the, the 12 spies to spy out the land of Canaan, the, the land of promise. And they had journeyed a little bit, and we know the story. They came back with uh, 10 were bad and 2 were good. They had, they had given a, a, a report of the land. It was true, all that, that God had said about the land. It was a land flowing with milk and honey, but they also saw some problems, and yet there were these two. And I want you to note one of them that that the the, the, the Bible points out. Look at Numbers chapter 14, verse 20. So Moses begs for them as he often did. He begged for, for the fact that that they had they had transgressed. And the Lord said, I have pardoned according to thy word. But as truly as I live, All the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Because all those men which have seen my glory and my miracles which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and have tempted me now these ten times and have not hearkened to my voice, surely they shall not see the land which I swear unto their fathers, neither shall any of them that provoke me see it. So he's saying here, I'm not going to judge them like I, I initially was going to, but here's the judgment, they're not going to see the land. And notice what he says in verse 24. But my servant Caleb. And here's the reasons. Because he had another spirit with him and hath followed me fully. Him will I bring into the land where into he went, and his seed shall possess it. Skip down to verse 27. And Moses now, he's saying, how long shall I bear with this evil congregation which murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel which they murmur against me. So Moses, and then now this dialogue um, from the Lord. Say unto them, as truly as I live, saith the Lord, as ye have spoken in mine ears, so will I do to you. Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and all that were numbered of you according to your whole number from twenty years old and upward, which have murmured against me. Doubtless ye shall not come into the land concerning which I swear to make you dwell therein, Save Caleb the son of Jephunneh and Joshua the son of Nun, and you know that they came in partnership into the land. But your little ones, which he, ye said, should be a prey, them will I bring in, and they shall know the land which ye have despised. But as for you, your carcasses they shall fall in this wilderness. So those who were twenty years and above, they they had failed. They had they had uh, they had taken up the the, the evil report and. We understand the, the picture there of, of those who were in unbelief, although God had shown them, like he said earlier on, they've, they've seen all of the miracles, they've had all of the evidence to point to the fact that God could do this despite of the, the problems and despite of the challenges that were uh, quite evident in the land. And, and yet they came, and, and yet the, the hope here is that there's these these two, but I want to focus in on one, Caleb. He said, but my servant Caleb, he was the exception to the rule. Those that were 20 years and above, they weren't going to go see the land because of their unbelief. But here was Caleb who stood out. Here was Caleb who was the exception to the rule. And, and, and God identifies two things here that, that I hope for us, we look at the challenges right now, and if we wanna if we wanna see God work in our lives. This ought to be something that we ought to strive for, these two characteristics in our lives. If we want to be the exception to the rule, and you know, we look at the the world today, you look at Christendom today, and there's a lot of skepticism. There's a lot of faithlessness. There's a lot of, well, let's just batten down the hatches and wait this out. I mean, the Lord's coming soon. You know, that ought to be a victory cry, by the way. And, and yet sometimes we just sort of have this mentality that we just better batten down the hatches because, boy, it's going to get bad, and it's true. But we understand also that we have who we are in Christ. We are more than conquerors. We have a God who's bigger than that, and we have a God who's still given us a, a mission to complete. And so we ought to have the spirit of Caleb here, The the, the these two characteristics. And, and really the first one we see there that he just had another spirit with him. And what this is, it's a little, little S spirit, which really speaking about his, his attitude. He just had a different outlook. He had a different attitude to the rest. You know, if we're not careful, we can just sort of go with the flow. We can look at everyone around and, and Christendom in general, and we could look at other Christians, and we can sort of go, well, we just better be just like everyone else. Well, that's how they're taking it. Well, we better just do it that way as well. But what was different about Caleb was this, he had another spirit, you know, he had a different attitude to things. And we note that, look at at chapter 13, look at the account here uh, upon the spies' return in verse 26. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron, to all the congregation of the children of Israel, unto the wilderness of Paran, to Kadesh, and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation, and showed them the fruit of the land. So they showed the 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 vast array of of what they were told. They told him and said, we came unto the land whither thou sentest us, and surely, so that word surely, it means that they're agreeing to what had been prescribed for them. Surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. So you imagine the the great clusters of grape and so forth, the the enormity of the, the fruit from that land. In verse 28, nevertheless the people be strong. So, They start to see the reasons why this won't be successful. That dwell in the land and the cities are walled and and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. And the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. And the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And notice Caleb. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses. And said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. They saw the giants, and, and, and um, they saw all of the things. And notice their, their mindset. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. They're saying they, they 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 admitted all that was ahead of them was true. What God said to them about the land was true, but they were they were so fearful of the challenges and fearful of the circumstances in which they entered the land that they forgot all about what God had already said. And yet here's here was Caleb who had another spirit. The Bible says he had another he had another perspective. His attitude towards those things were different to his fellow spies, those who had gone and see it, seen it themselves. And, and I want to say that this attitude was really just one of faith. You know, faith makes all the difference. All right? Without faith, it is impossible to please him. And faith makes all the difference. You know what? The difference between Caleb and Joshua with the other spies was they saw through eyes of faith. Their, their, their attitude was affected by a mindset of faith. You know, faith is a substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. When we look at the problems at hand and we forget about all about what God says and who God is, then we get disturbed by the circumstances. We start to doubt. We start to fear. We start to lose peace. And yet his attitude was one of faith you know already i want to tell you that if you approach life with a spirit of faith you're already going to be the exception to the rule you're already going to be a little bit different you know i think sometimes we we can sort of we can sort of be in our in, our, in a in a in a church like ours and where we're hearing the word of god preached all the time and um, you know, we, we, have, we have elements of faith, but sometimes we, that can become sort of normal. But I want to tell you that all, all around us, there are the general sense in Christianity today is one of faithlessness. There's no, no more push. No more let's go forward. No more let's just keep trusting God for the victories. And we'd we'll, be an exception if we would just have that spirit. You know, it was also one of, of courage. You know, it took courage for Caleb to steal the people. And it took courage for him to declare the things that he declared. And it really, it was one of calm. You know, we sung tonight already about peace. And I can't help but think about the disciples who were in the middle of the, the storm. And yet there Jesus was calmly at the, at the bottom of the boat. They wake him and then he says, peace, be still. And I think about the, the fact that, you know, too often as, as Christians, when we're challenged, there's a lack of calm, lack of peace, when the peace giver is the one who is in our hearts. And, you know, this spirit, another spirit in, in Caleb was speaking of really primarily of faith, but faith produces courage and faith produces calm. When we don't approach life with faith, rather we're looking by sight, then sight helps us be discouraged, afraid, and fearful. And we've got to we've got to have another spirit like Caleb, but notice the second thing. It said, But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him and hath followed me fully. You know, he had wholly followed the Lord. And, you know, he was fully following. He was one who was, you know, just just determined and focused in on what the task that was subscribed to him, he, he was focused on it. He was fully following the Lord. You know, many times we can get distracted with many different things in life. When really the call for us, all of us, is to keep our eyes on Christ. You know, if you keep your eyes on him, you won't... You won't miss out on following Him. You know, when if you just focus on this one task of ensuring that Christ is is our priority, and we look to Him for guidance, we look to Him for instruction, and we're just focused in on obeying what we're supposed to to follow in in His command. You know, we won't miss out on the will of God. You know, we won't miss out on on what steps to take and. What we see here is Caleb was an exception because really he was one who fully followed the Lord. He was wholly committed. And really why he was like that was because rather than seeing the challenges, he saw the promises. When was the last time we just focused in on the promises of God? Tonight I hope when we pray, we pray with the promises of God in mind he saw the promise of the fact that this was the promised land something promised by god means it it's going to be done and so you know there's many things in the bible that he's promised us as his children that i'm afraid in the moment because of our panic we forget and we get distracted and suddenly we're not following god we're following our fear we're following our feelings We're following our insecurities. And suddenly we're off track. Suddenly we're seeing it not the way God wants us to see it. We're seeing it the way we want to see it. And so we're seeing the promise that not only that, he was seeing the possibility. He was wholly committed because he knew who God is. He knew that whilst they may have seemed to be grasshoppers in the sight of all of these giants, he knew who his God was. He knew that God was much bigger than the problem at hand. He knew that all of that was really insignificant in the grand scheme of who God is. And here's the other thing we forget about is is just who God is. Too often we're focused in on on the circumstance. When God's not really focused on the circumstance, he's focused on our heart. And and we understand that that who God is, but He saw the possibility because He was seeing the Lord. And you know what? In our day, where sometimes methodology will um, over really over exert influence over just theology, we can become distracted with the how tos rather than who. We can get distracted with, well, we should change this and that and do this instead with the instead of going, well, who is God? And what does he say? And how can I see him more? How can I learn more about him? And then the calm and the peace and the courage comes. But he was fully. He, the Bible says again that he hath followed me fully. And, you know, we can't do that if we don't know who he is. And so tonight, really just an encouragement to you, you know, we live in a time where we need more Christians to sort of stand out. We need to be people of faith. We need to be people who are fully following him. And I want to encourage you to be that way as we pray tonight. You know, I'm I'm sure there's some big things that we want to pray for. But maybe you're afraid because, well, it's not really the time. Look at the look at the time we're living in hey, we can still pray big things because we still have a big God. And we still have a God who's given us the promises. And so, church, let's pray in faith. Pray following, pray just surrendered and, and seeking who, based on who God is, not on our own limitations. All right, Brother Jewel, Thanks.